Welcome to our show, Exploring Mars. Miss Sullivan began the lesson in the Discovery Lab by asking us what we know about Mars and any questions we had. Miss Lambert recorded our thoughts on the computer. We then viewed Bowen Bless's video podcast on the Mars expedition rovers they made. Miss Sullivan explained that Mr. Easley and Mr. Moyes had made the rovers earlier in the year. We also watched a brain pop video clip on Mars. What an interesting website. We'll have to use this website again. Some facts we learned were there used, there used to be water on Mars and scientists aren't sure where it went. We saw landers, how they looked and worked. It showed two polar ice caps on Mars just like we do on Earth. We saw more ways how Earth and Mars are similar to each other. Did you know the, that Mars is half the size of Earth? Mars probably once had oceans, ponds, and lakes like on Earth. We know Earth has 24 hours in a day. Courtney, how long is a day on Mars? I think it is 24 hour and hours and 37 minutes a day. Correct. At Mars in the winter, the temperature is as low as 189 degrees Fahrenheit. Cool. The Brain Pop Man said that Mars should look like Earth, but what happened? At the end of Brain Pop, we took a quiz and then checked our answers. We got a B. How about that? We looked back at the questions we began the day with and found that many had already been answered. For example, what are the two moons of Mars called? How big is Mars compared to Earth? How many hours in a day? Why is Mars so dry? Are there mountains and volcanoes on Mars? After that, Ms. Sullivan handed out a packet that had pictures and information about each person involved with the Jason Project, Mar Mars Expedition. Once she realized that we didn't know what the Jason Project was, <laughs> silly Ms. Sullivan, she explained to us about it. Our task was to go online to www.jason.org and research one of the host researchers, the top dogs, involved with the Jason Project. We had to answer questions like, how are how you like this person and why did, did you choose him or her to research? What connection, what connection can you make with the engineer? He likes having fun and I like having fun too. How likes, about you? He likes to learn every day and I like to learn every day. I grew up in a place where we could see the stars. I grew up in Nebraska, so every night you look up and you see this unbelievable, majestic roof, as Shakespeare put it, and it's gorgeous. Collected my first rock when I was five years old, and by the time I was seven, I had a huge collection, and uh, that continued to grow. By the time I was ten, I had such a huge rock collection we couldn't even move it. Now I'm exploring rocks on another planet. Who would have thought? You know, you just never know where you're going to end up. For me, Mars is such a real, tangible place. It reminds me of Earth, and yet it's got that bizarre, exotic uh, aspect to it that we know we don't know really what we're looking at. Well, Earth and Mars were born at the same time. They're made of the basically the same stuff. Rock-forming elements came together to produce very common things, and yet they're, in so many ways, 
slightly different. Um, I think there's more chance and, and more evidence than there ever has been before that there was a lot of water on Mars at one point and that really raises the question of whether or not life could have started there or tried to start there um, or is even still there but just not very apparent to us. It's, it's a natural consequence of being alive uh, to want to know if, um, if, there, if there are other, other entities out there that are also alive. It's kind of like the ultimate detective novel. You know, I kind of imagine myself as Sherlock Holmes trying to read another world. And when you're reading another world to understand the history of life, uh, it's just so, so provocative. And, and I just, as I study Mars, and I've always been fascinated by it, I, I just can't help but thinking, why not? Why wasn't this place a, a fertile world like our own? And what happened? Well, the thing that fascinates me the most about Mars is the polar ice caps that we know and have known for a long time are there. Um, I really want to know, you know, what's beneath those. Are there um, past, you know, life forms that are locked in the ice and buried for us to go see? The other big question is, in the subsurface of Mars today, is there a big groundwater system like we have on our own planet? If so, then we could have a big habitable environment below the subsurface. We have to drill for it, but life could be there today. And nobody really has an answer to whether there's life on Mars, all right? But um, all life as we know it on this planet now requires water, liquid water. With the Mars Exploration Rovers, we know Mars did have water. Now, how much, we still don't know. Now I start to worry. Well, if it's our sister planet, it used to have water, where's the water now? Where did it go? And could it happen here? Now I get really excited. Studying another planet kind of forces you to look at things in a different way. Uh, on your own planet. Wind, uh, weathering of rocks by changes in temperature. They get hot, they get cold, they crack. That's kind of the freeze-thaw cycle. Impact, digging a crater in these types of environments. They're very good tools for learning about Mars. And in fact, scientists first went to deserts at many different places on Earth to best learn how to, how to conduct the Viking mission, our first big mission to Mars in the 1970s. So we need analogies. So what we've been doing at NASA and across the science community is identifying the best, the very best analogies in terms of the processes, the chemistries, the histories of life that relate here on Earth to Mars. Being an engineer, you know, and not necessarily doing the part of the work which is looking at all the science data and trying to figure out what's going on, my work is really towards getting the scientists there, getting the instruments there so that uh, our scientists have more information to work with. Ms. Sullivan wanted us to become familiar with careers related to the Mars expedition. We learned that there are astrobiologists, mechanical engineer, system engineer, microbiologist, planetary geologist, and a NASA chief scientist. Maybe one of us will have one of these careers one day. We learned that there are guest researchers and student argonauts on the team as well. Maybe one of us will become an argonaut. There are also teacher argonauts and student hosts. Maybe Miss Lambert can one day be a teacher argonaut. 